and welcome to Kardashian It, the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jarden. I'm Marcy Jaro. We're here. You look so beautiful and festive. I'm a little festive. We're doing a late night record yeah, for this our is, babes. This is dedication. Uh, Marcy and I are in the throes of holiday busies. Yes. And the last week and a half of work for the year for me i cannot wait for next friday i, I mean i get off thursday Ooh, a little thursday jump start oh i'm so excited i mean i love my job i've never been more grateful for a job in my life still but it really takes a mental toll so oh my i am ready i'm on i'm running on fumes uh i would say that is how like my brain feels like like th- uh, in a movie I haven't had one of these cars but that's like turning over the key you know uh-huh. in the car it's like the ignition like, is like rrr, you're rrr, flooding rrr, the engine rrr. like that's how every yeah. morning when I open my eyes feels where I'm like okay here we go <sighs> man yeah I've been so tired you guys don't want to hear you don't want to hear it here uh I'll but why I'm dressed up yes is because I'm, I'm wearing a dress I have a lot of makeup on which is not the norm. Normally I'm flashing Marcy from my robe. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you are wearing makeup, but she's such a natural beauty, oh, guys. Oh, Marcy. Marcy! She's such a natural beauty. <sighs> Please, with my uh, What I notice hair. is your eyebrows. So, okay, that's a separate thing. I got, oh, actually, it's a better story than, this is a better story than where I just well, came I from. Both. Well, I'll tell them really quick. So, uh yesterday i i got my eyebrows microbladed like yes. I, 10 months ago or something at the at the very like la it girl spot that i had to wait 10 or my wait list was eight months uh-huh. to get in i think now it's two and a half years <gasps> at strike s-t-r-i-i-i-k-e it's don't like, don't even give it to them because they don't you need, won't get in you yeah. won't get in it's a two and a half year wait list um it's it's obscene i'm not saying i'm supporting it but i did it so i had on my calendar a touch-up um scheduled and i was like oh i don't know that i really need to do that but if whatever if it's if i scheduled it months ago let's go do it so i left work early and i head over and it's in beverly hills and it's this like very sort of like soft dreamy really like beautiful little kind of it's like a little salon and they do eyebrows they do makeup they and they do a bunch of shit and this appointment the woman who does the micro her what she does is called micro feathering yes it's not micro it's micro feathering she's christy striker she's the queen it's trademarked and like appointments with her are a very big deal and so i'm like with christy who is just if you can google her she's like unbelievably beautiful woman like a truly she looks like a Hemingway she yes oh my god what a perfect way to put it yeah she's stunning and so it's always sort of intense to have like a um one-on-one with her where she's it's just you and her and she's so beautiful so she's doing my brows and they do like a numbing cream on them and she's like I'm gonna kind of fill them in a little bit more like we have time and like I'm gonna give them a little make make them fuller and I'm like okay great and we're you know she's doing it and it hurts like it hurts more than I remember even after the numbing cream and I'm like wow my pain tolerance is like not great but I'm just like chattering away Uh I'm talking about my niece visiting I'm talking primarily about 90 day fiance oh and we're just chattering and I notice she's like moving around a lot and she's like putting keeps putting cold compresses on my eyebrows Uh but I'm just chatting and she's you know she'll do a little incision and then kind of move around and at the very end of the session, like 40 minutes later, she's like, she shows them to me. They look great. She's like, 
Can I ask you something? Um, did you take like an Advil or aspirin or something like that would thin your blood before you came? And I was like, oh my God, because they tell you not to. And I was like, I had a headache at work and I took an Advil on my way out the door. You were bleeding all over. Marcy, she's like, I was like, yes, I did. And I told her and she's like, you were gushing blood out of your head. She was like, you were talking and I can tell you couldn't tell, but like blood was shooting out of your <laughs> She was like, I did not know what to do. I have never had someone bleed this much. <laughs> never. She said never. She's done this like thousands of times. She was like, I've never seen someone bleed this much and you did not seem to notice. And I just was throwing like paper towels in the trash behind your head, like terrified to scare you. You were talking and talking and I could tell you didn't notice. And so much blood was like pouring down your head. <laughs> I bet she got so scared. She was like, I did not know what was going on. I've never seen and I was like, she like, but you seem really happy. And you were just like telling stories. So I could tell you weren't in pain. And I was like, I had no idea. But you were in pain. Did you tell her you were in pain? I was like, the incisions hurt more, uh-huh. but I didn't think I was like, she's like, did you feel lightheaded? And I was like, I felt so lightheaded, (laughs) but I just figured I was tired. And she's like, oh my God, you lost so much blood. And then she showed me the trash can and it's like rags of blood. Jess. Oh my God. What if you had had to like have a blood transfusion because of micro feathering? (laughs) What a moron. The very thing that he's like, please. And also most importantly, remember to not do it. And I walked out at popped two Advil and drove over and da, just like da, 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 poured blood in this poor woman's salon. It was just like, and anyway, the thing with um, Angela and Michael. <laughs> <laughs> so that's me. Uh, and guys, I, in case you don't know, she's talking before the 90 days. Yeah, she's talking before the 90 days. Michael. And I, pl- I plugged your podcast for their <gasps> whole place because oh. there's a bunch. She was like, oh my God, a receptionist is obsessed. And oh. I was like, listen, hey, you guys got to listen to 90 Day Bay. They can it's, afford it. It's the very best. They make a lot of money. I mean, that place is making money hand over fist. So that, I that's- do want to go because your brows look so good. And I have like not a lot of brow. Your but brows like, are great though. Yeah, but I have I, a great if shape. we filled in the front, I think I would really feel proud you- of my head. <laughs> I do it forget. It would be a head I'm, a, I'm proud to show off to people. You got a great head. Hey, thanks. I just burped into the mic. I was just telling her that, I was, I, that I've turned into uh, Violet the Blueberry. <laughs> I'm just like getting rounder and rounder. It's, you I look think, so... I think you look like painfully, painfully adorable tonight. Like your pony... <laughs> she's a high pony and her bangs look very cute. And this is like a cute little... I was just thinking I gotta stop cutting them myself because I because my friend was like, you look like some a little girl who got with, into her mom's scissors. <laughs> Like my niece, who's now not allowed to touch scissors because she kept cutting her own bangs this last week. <laughs> Scarlett and I get each other. <laughs> but she cut her own bangs. Yeah, last week she cut a bunch of her. She like cut. She tried to do like it's such a preteen move. Those like tendrils, uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. like frontal tendrils. Yes, yes. That's like a thing still. She wanted to be Kate Winslet. Yes, yes, and yes. And I like related very hard. She was like describing it. I'm like, I know exactly what you mean. I was a teen in the 90s. I know mm-hmm. what you're talking about. Did she about. cut them too short? Uh-huh. 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 And her hair's kind of curly. Huh? Yes. As curly I, as it gets. I get it. I get it. Though. What about you? Um, you know, I couldn't think of what my ketchup is, but I kind of want to talk a little bit about friend of the podcast, Mariah Smith. Oh, my God. This is important. Please. I'm so gl- I was going to ask if you wanted to talk about this. Yeah. I mean, look, 
uh, you guys all know Mariah Smith from Keeping Up with Continuity Errors. She's a friend of the show. She's smart, funny. One of truly the very best writers, I, especially in terms of pop culture. Yeah, I. she's so cool and kind and she was found herself embroiled in a bit of a in a very you know for her i'm sure like like life shattering at least pausing massive international scandal it was an international scandal because she wrote an article for the cut about how do you say her name priyanka priyanka chopra Chopra, i believe yeah and nick jonas nick jonas's marriage and she called Priyanka a scam artist a piece of satire it's it it definitely like I didn't read the whole thing but the excerpts I read from the original article read and especially because I know Mariah's writing I read it the minute it went up I read the whole thing and I was like, this is savage. This is so funny. Yeah, if you read her it, writing, it was this definitely is in- biting. But it's her tone. It's yes. the same way she writes about Kardashians. Yes, it was definitely biting and uh, digging into parts of the of culture and like, but in a way that was like, it's obviously like she's kind of being like what it was, was it was such good satire that it was too smart for, I couldn't agree more for the majority of the audience. And oh, I'm not saying that if you read it, but like what happened after that, when it started to get like heat and people were getting upset about it because I think they didn't understand the tone and I can understand because like it was done so well. They took it at face value that a writer was called, that a journalist was calling Priyanka Chopra a scam artist Yes, for this, for the size and scope of her wedding. Yes. And and I, I really do think like she has a way of like being so um, like she's almost so slick with her writing. Yes. She's so slick that I think it didn't read as satire to a lot of people. It read it read as a dumb person. And that's how I knew it was like not like. A, well, and I, think not that it, and I think that it was like they a misjudge of the global reach of Priyanka Chopra and her fame. And yes. like the I think the like it's, cultural divide yes. and like and language divide made it like impossible. And so like it, it was like watching and, it was like watching a wildfire spread yeah, where it was like, like only the keywords were getting shared and nobody was like understanding the, what the people piece was worst part of it was i think i think the worst part was is that when the initial backlash happened the cut went in and omitted all ref all uh references to the words to the phrase scam artist Mm. they took it out and then it looked even worse it's because then it didn't even have the idea of the of the satire no it took the parts that would clue you in totally out and then she looks like this fucking crazy it like made it more straightforward yes and it so it got worse and then like people went after her and it you know and you and i both said or you said it first the cut did her wrong listen as like an old school my former life journalist like i don't know the people at the cut but like that is called your editor and i would love to hear mariah's take on it but like that's not having your writers back and for how long she has written for them that they they did her so dirty they threw her under the bus so hard absolutely and like they they did not defend their writer and they knew what it was when they were i mean granted i haven't talked to mariah i reached out to be like i'm thinking about you a hug from the west coast and that was it she was like it's tough did she yeah she's Ugh. like it's really tough uh but like that's the extent of it and you know like she didn't ask me to talk about this i just want to because like you guys know you guys loved her people go back listen to her she's a thoughtful smart woman and yeah a lot of the stuff she said was 
foul, but in that way but, that we talk about. But every- the way she writes about fucking like Tristan and <sighs> Chloe, and like if you don't, it's like. And I should say this: I didn't read the whole article. I only got to read excerpts, and then like I didn't like it was taken down before I get the full picture. But I do know that the cut knew exactly what she wrote. They approved it. It was they not. Put it, up. it was not. Listen, I can't speak to like the cultural standpoint that it feels like it touched upon, obviously. Yes. But like from my understanding of what I read, it was her. It was her voice. And it was about it was the way she's it's exactly like keeping up with the continuity errors where the whole point was that she was doing her brand of investigative pop culture yes. journalism of like, hey, I noticed this. Then on Twitter, this happened. I'm piecing it and together with that, this. And, and it's, it's like very like it's a joke. Yeah, like like uh, it is. And it's it's almost like she like writes in a character voice. kind yes. of, And it's not Mariah. Exactly. Also, but she like, was calling out of an absolute truth, which is a whole part of Mariah's brand, too, which was like when celebrities do like spawn con for their actual lives. And it was a like heavily branded wedding. Yeah. And that was the point. Her point was like, this is a literally like and it is crazy if you look at their instagrams like it is legit sponsored by like tiffany and they've said like no they didn't pay for it they didn't pay them but it's like his bachelor party was sponsored by like lime scooters and some vodka brand and it's like by the way fine but it was like that she was trying to show in the same way she does with kardashians like she was trying to pull the curtain back and that's all that's because she's good at it yeah you know anyways i get really heated we love apologizing for the women we love (sighs) and i'm not doing that exactly here i'm just saying i saw what she was doing in the little bit that and i was like how could anyone read this as a genuine attack it's like but hey i think it's just misjudging the audience and like i think it was a if i had i can't speak for her but like if I had to guess, it was just like the reach of particularly Priyanka's audience. And yeah. like, I think was just like being an American and just not understanding. I think there was just a divide that she really missed, maybe misjudged. For me, I didn't understand. I, I wouldn't. won't say with Mariah, but, um, and then she issued an apology and it has like so many thousands of retweets and like, over a thousand deep com- deep comments i try to scroll through those and I people was being so like you fucking cruel. deserve to be des- fired cruel. they should like it's insane if fandom is wild i mean look she will rise from the ashes i she told her is a i was queen. like i hope you can spin this like only chris jenner would yeah. <laughs> because yes she's so smart and has so much to say and like i'm i really i really it's a a bummer that it happened to her but we love her we love her and i really legitimately think she is like probably the best living pop culture writer like i think she is only she writes like only in her voice and only like her and i uh, and if the cut doesn't stand behind her i can't wait to see who snatches her up because i mean I don't know like yeah what happened with whatever but all I know that is I love Mariah if you want to tweet at her she's at M-R-I-A-H yeah just I get really heated I just sorry I I think she's great and and I missed this week that she didn't have a keeping up she didn't get to do a keeping up with the continuity and I get it like but also like think about it Priyanka is not worried about like the amount of people who took such offense and i like i said i didn't read the whole thing so i don't want to get myself in too much trouble i i'm sure there were things that like maybe hit people the wrong way but like the woman we're defending uh granted i do it all the time 
uh it doesn't really need it she's fine she doesn't care she doesn't care she doesn't care it's fine but the they just had a but the six woman billion dollar wedding that's being care. attacked is a freelance writer who doesn't have a full-time job she gets paid based on being able to write articles and this is like cr- like crushed her ability at the end of the year i hope she writes the most incredible piece about what this experience is like because i'm so curious but i we love her go tweet at her read all of her stuff she's amazing we you don't need us to tell you she's and even if you didn't like that article you cannot judge her solely on like one satirical article she has a that's part of having a voice yeah is like i think she learned like fucking the worst lesson which is like I don't know what the lesson is, but she was getting one. I don't think it's like a deserved one, but like it's happening about like, cause we only on the smallest scale ever get like backlash on this oh, podcast. Yeah. On the very smallest scale. I, and it's, we get, you can't we've gotten like very upset before, or I have, and it'll be like two people, right? Or less misunderstanding like what you thought you were saying and it makes you feel crazy hopefully maybe we'll get to have her on and also when it's a stranger it makes you feel like it's it's like there's like many more people behind it that just aren't saying it so i don't know i hope it yeah i hope she has a fast bounce back and we love mariah we love mariah okay Okay. should we get some news okay speaking of misunderstandings (laughs) what (laughs) what okay we got marcy (gasps) oh fuck so we got had we you know what this isn't a misunderstanding this is a uh egregious i mean fraud a foul ugly fraud so last week we we should context yes for anybody who didn't listen we recorded the episode and literally as we have finished as we're finishing it looks like news is breaking yes. of a cheating scandal yes. involving kylie and travis scott and travis i'm gonna scott. throw my friend jess under the bus and say she's the one that found it so i blame her completely someone sent it to me <laughs> who sent it uh can't um, remember. i can't remember um, i'm joking i'm totally joking though <laughs> this is all jess's fault but i'm totally joking it is my fault and no, i was no, like i was as soon as you said it, i was like marcy oh my god we've got well because i was i found the instagram i thought i was doing some good work well and it wasn't because it was a planned out social media hoax well but we've been so do we even say what it was no so it's a photo of Travis Scott apparently nuzzling with like a half naked woman on a balcony. Except for it wasn't it Travis wasn't. Scott. But I will say this. We, f- to excuse ourselves, we have missed a few scandals. Yes. We of uh, that have broken between recording I or. Just so we, were, we think we're being, we're, just, we're, tra- we're super podcasters. So yeah. we record our little memos that we put at the top of the episode. Then mysteriously the scandal does not surface and we start going hmm huh. the next day we're going mm, this is weird what we is thought this? and did then we, did we really uncover something did of course we did something what had happened and then we find out because it breaks that this was a scam and that some internet some instagram dude uh confessed this youtuber christian adam posted a video explaining that it was a prank bragging about he could how he could quote fool the internet he wrote in the description disclaimer this video was not made to intentionally hurt travis scott kylie jenner or the entire kardashian family in any way shape or form what a dumb fucking asshole 
except nobody gave a fuck and so because it was enough it did get enough traction that the family spoke out can he did i just want him to even think for a moment of what kylie felt like when she first saw that picture so she commented in a since deleted note but like just like i want to just pause between us like that moment where she's sitting photo like even if like you're like this can't be the sickening feeling she must have felt seeing that a real human that's like, and her real baby's father and like having to look at that photo it's one thing if it's real and then you have to deal with it because some because your partner did it to you but it's nothing is some fucking like like 19 year old youtuber who are the worst of people Ugh. i'm sorry I, youtube <laughs> it's no don't be youtube deserves to get dragged yeah kylie writes i don't know if this is really a social experiment to some people but you're messing with real people real relationships real family i'm happy my relationship is strong because this is getting out of hand the internet scares me sometimes for real yeah that was it is so disgusting and then kim tweeted i hate that i'm bringing attention to this but this is absolutely disgusting that you would find this funny to mess with travis and kylie who just started a family together this is really damaging to relationships families and is just so wrong and it's like crazy because it is yeah you like watch the video that this guy posted and it's like he is pretending like hiding behind this thing of like well it's all about how the internet runs with things and the media grabs and it's like buddy no no you saw a moment for you to like make yourself famous because you like made yourself look by hiding your face like travis scott yeah because if you wanted it to be like oh look how funny it is if the internet runs like maybe like because i think it's like akin to the justin bieber burrito thing yes where he's like eating the burrito yeah like in the middle sideways yeah but it's not justin bieber it's another one of these like it's the same like just hair i guess it's like but it looks like him so you think it is but that's really harmless because who cares how he eats a burrito right it's a big up no one cares and if you had done like travis scott trying to learn how to ride a unicycle same diff (laughs) yeah but that's not the same thing you try to make a cheating scandal it's really it's, it's like really fucked up heightening and i it's, hate him he, he's canceled well <laughs> he's canceled and we were had so good job we guy, were had. guy from youtube you got us um and oh talk, i don't talk, like you talk to me about sophia and courtney or cordial okay so headline says cordial it, what a great word yeah if this is from e news inside courtney kardashian and sophia richie richie's complicated relationship uh basically it's like courtney has accepted that the dynamic of scott being sophia's serious girlfriend but isn't interested in having a close relationship with her Courtney is only interested in co-parenting with Scott and their dynamic with the kids. Courtney likes to do activities with the kids with Scott only and doesn't usually love to have Sophia around. She's fine now with Sophia being with the kids when she's with Scott, but doesn't feel they need to all be in a group together, which makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, so this is kind of like on the heels of that picture of Courtney on the like, the like outside day bed yeah. with Scott and the kids behind her. Yes. And it's like a sexy picture that she posted on her Instagram. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, like Courtney and Scott are like really doing this co-parenting thing. Yeah. And it is sort of weird that like there's also this teen around. <laughs> I kind of totally agree with this. Like, yeah, it's fine that they hang out. I don't ever want to see her. I think that's fair. That's fine. Right? I think like, look, if I mean, again, I have no idea what it's like to co-parent and yeah. have your your ex have a new partner. But like, 
I think it, it to me, it seems pretty reasonable to be like, I support you. I want you to be happy. I don't need to have a relationship with her. Yeah, I don't. She doesn't ever need to be in the same room as I am. I wish her well. If I come to an event that you're hosting and she's there, fine. But she will not be coming to events where I'm hosting. I think that's that's totally, totally reasonable. Oh, he found a he found a Sports Illustrated <laughs> wristband. Yeah. Did um, you want to play with but, my event? I mean, did you ever watch the movie Stepmom? Yes. Julia Roberts and Susan Sarandon. Yes. They didn't like each other. Yeah. But then one of them died, so it was fine. (laughs) Spoiler. 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 Have you not seen the movie? No, I did. It's very good. It's very good. There's a precious little boy in it. I don't remember. They make dream dates. Oh, I do remember. He's like, Mom, I'm going to be away for you. How many nights? And she's like, well, let's just plan to meet in our dreams. Where should we go? We'll have one of our dream dates. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's very sweet. It sounds sounds unhealthy. (laughs) Sounds like Colt and his mom. Colty. Colty. Okay. Oh, this is big news guys say goodbye to the kardashian christmas card oh the it's weather done. outside was frightful <laughs> but the fire so delightful and yes, since the photos no more oh good ad lib so why let it go um, let so, it go let it go let it go that was a good mashup huh guys we're really good at saying um, so at a at an event this week kim's been pushing her like kkw beauty pop-up shop in south coast south coast plaza in orange county we're not going to drive to it we'll never drive to any of these i mean we're just missing stuff left and right. i mean put it it's in like, los Feliz on vermont we probably wouldn't go either we are so <laughs> lazy we're the put laziest on hillhurst we're the laziest fans <laughs> put it where froyo life was and maybe i'll oh. go <laughs> it was my favorite frozen yogurt place it's gone all right um so at an event uh this week she was asked about um these the family's annual christmas card tradition which we all know and love and last year was truly a dud uh Ugh. we were waiting and we saw why that and was we saw in the why. premiere episode and she says, I have to say, thanks to last year's Christmas card, that really did just fuck us over. <laughs> the great Kim quote. She said, that was so dramatic. Chris Jenner has given up. She's just like, I don't have the energy to wrangle all my kids anymore and their kids. <laughs> and then as an addendum to that, she says, this year is the first year ever that Kanye and I are having our Christmas Eve party at our house. Ooh. So that's a big, tr- these are big well, holiday shifts for the family. They're on a big Kanye redemption tour. Oh right my now. God. Yeah. We'll get into it with this week's episode. Yeah. They're for trying sure. to make him seem better than he was. Yeah. Um, let's see. We got Kendall's naked on the red carpet. Yeah. There's not even a good story. It's just like, you she know, she just knows what we like and we like to see her bare naked butt, body. But she had, it was good. Cause she like, I was like, oh, this is when they do a good job of like nipping it in the bud. And it's just like a full see-through shot. And she posted to Instagram. I mean, you know, just her body is just really something. So she should, she should be having fun. What was her caption? I'm looking for it. I can't find it. (laughs) It was like, it was like a oops, I... Okay, they, it's a photo and it's very see-through of her little butt through the gold mesh and she put rats, not again. <laughs> Cute. Very funny. I've really turned a tide with her. I mean, look, what a ride we've been on. Turned a tide with her? Turned a tide. That's not a thing, guys. Well, the tide's in, the, the tide's out. The tables have turned for my feelings. 
and emotions. Rats not again got me good. I thought <laughs> it was a good. She's been her captions have been very good to she me. She just hired the guy who does Kirby Jenner. Yes, I'm sure. Who's friends with my friend Brooks? Oh my, your uh, six degrees. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna skip around a little bit because I it. found something truly. I mean, this is probably old news, but yes. Did you know that when we see the exterior of Chris Jenner's home, it's not her home? I did not know this. That's not her home. They have a, it's a fake, uh, well, it's someone's house, but they use someone else's exterior. And actually, now that I look at it, you can kind of tell it's like maybe a backyard even. Yeah. But they use someone else's home because for privacy reasons, because they don't want anyone to find their real homes. Because she said back when they used to use her real house, people could figure it out pretty easily where she lived and they would like ring her doorbell and she was having to like, she's like, I would get people showing up at all hours ringing my gate and I had to call the police on several occasions. I mean, after we realized how unsafe it was to show our ex- exteriors. That, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Like, Especially and also like to be real, this family has gone through so much of um, from privacy stuff and from like uh, stalkers and burglars. And it's like if you think about it, we've only seen the in the past like few seasons, we've only seen the front of a house of like one of the sister's houses once when like a limo pulled up. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty because it says they show the backyard a lot because you couldn't you be wouldn't able, be yeah. able to because they're all be, like at the cliff's edge basically yeah. or like they all overlook and but, even fire couldn't get to them. Yeah, but I do. <laughs> but it does say all the interiors are their real houses. Yes, absolutely. But yeah, I mean that That's makes sense. Like, I can't really fault them. Yeah, I just was like, wow, that you blows my mind. Something though. new every dang day. Okay, this picture of Chloe on the beach <laughs> in the Fendi bathing suit. I mean. She is trying to keep it tight. She's Look. letting she's letting Tristan know. <laughs> she's like, she's letting him know that he I mean, look, this she looks great. She looks great. She looks fucking great. I mean, it's like it's insane. This woman had a baby this year and her is, body has never looked better. It's crazy. Her body is amazing. I like I cannot get over what her. I would like to tell her is your your worth is not dictated by your body but i know it makes me anxious for her it's a good body it's a good body she figured her body out like she really like figured her fucking body out that's crazy i'm gonna do just her abs in this her abs are crazy i mean it's wild and then her (sighs) caption is they've been trying to stop the wave but the wave don't stop meek mills (laughs) (laughs) Meek Mills. Uh, that was a reading by oh. Meek Mills. Meek Mills. <laughs> um, let's see. And then you have this thing about this love letter to Kendall. Oh, I don't know. Uh, where is it? Uh, so it is. The letter begins. Dear oh. Kendall. She posted this on her Instagram story. Yeah. We may be miles apart, but my love for you grows stronger and stronger by the minute. My innermost feeling is of love for you. I will love you until death separates us. Right now, the separation is killing me. But in my heart, I know that nothing could come close to separating us. We are united into one forever, body and soul. And I want you to know that I love you from the deepest part of my heart. Uh, Love. And then the signature is blacked out. Also, it's like in the weirdest font. Well, it's like old timey handwriting. Yeah. Like, I don't really think it's real. Like, it's a cryptic thing to post. 
I feel like it's from like Chloe or Kylie or yeah, something. Yeah, like it just doesn't feel like how it feels like a weird joke letter or something. I, you, <laughs> but maybe it's that seventy sixers Ben Simmons. I mean, that's what this like uh, People magazine They're article like, so desperately uh, wants to link. But it's like I don't know, guys. But what a weird move to post a love letter anyway. I just don't know. Yeah. She's too mysterious. We'll never know who real. Do you want to know something kind of funny though? What? Oh, this is like totally separate. This morning, um, my our my our friend Riza. Oh yeah. Uh, is a big basketball fan, and she was on Dwayne Wade's uh, Instagram and like one of his like slideshows. Uh, he uh has a picture of him, and he's like bending over. They're playing the Lakers, and sitting courtside, like standing up. She's like, "Is this your friend?" boyfriend and it was my friend uh my friend's boyfriend like at like the court like courtside <laughs> seats and then i texted my friend i was like is this your boyfriend she's like oh yeah i'm sitting right beside him <laughs> it was it's so funny just because she's like oh, you can't see me because my head's being blocked by Dwayne wade's <laughs> and it's very funny to me just like man the internet's crazy the internet is crazy you're just everywhere when you're anywhere you're everywhere when you're anywhere you're everywhere everywhere you want to be platinum cards <laughs> um is that it yes i want to read a quick email okay is that okay you sounded so i urgent. have something to tell you she is so urgent no i just before we got into the okay. episode Do um it. i thought we got a really fun one this week i'm not gonna say the name because it doesn't say if we can okay um it's a very funny subject line. It's three exclamation marks, <laughs> the lowercase letter E, which I think is an accident. <laughs> and then capital behind the scenes with the girls in exclamation <laughs> in all capitals. And then three more exclamation marks. Uh, hi, ladies. I love your podcast so, so much. I work for a high end retailer and we recently had a dinner hosted by Calvin Klein. Ooh. The sister's ad was prominently featured and they even brought the blanket. <gasps> We know that for anybody that horrible patchwork. red and white patchwork monstrosity being the nosy Nelly. I am. I had to ask about the shoot. I was not shocked to hear how difficult it was to not only get them all together, but they brought on their own photographer and they did all of their own editing too. I don't oh. understand what that means. That means that they retouched themselves. Mm. They also could not stop gushing about how sweet Chris was. And it was so nice to hear. This was the piece that really got me. I also spoke with one of our buyers and asked her why we have not gotten any, any more Arthur George socks. <laughs> we carried them for a couple of years and stopped abruptly. Apparently orders were sent, but were either late or no response from Rob. Aww. He had no motivation to run that business. Aww. Yeah. I hope you ladies love this as much as I love carrying it. Of course, y'all. Oh, he didn't want to run his stupid sock he business. He just wants to have a good, rich life and never leave his bed. Yes. Uh, oh, then when Rob keeps promising us he's going to unveil himself like a butterfly soon, <laughs> he's been doing that for a couple years. I think we're gearing up for like a fucking um, custody showdown. I yeah. predict in 2019, Black China and Rob hit the mat. And it's gonna. I think they're bub. I think they've been just like laying in wait, and that they are gonna burst out in 2019. Maybe and he's gonna have he's gonna have rock hard abs and be 120 pounds. <laughs> He'll be very sick. 
so thin <laughs> and very hard abs because he's got <laughs> tapeworms but i'm just like i just don't buy it i don't buy that him and china's thing is like settled i mean all she you? wants is money and that's all it will take that's fair he just doesn't have any that's fair but they do as a family yes but he doesn't and chris is like i feel like maybe digging her she's digging her heels in a bit yeah i mean i also think she's trying to set him up for the future like she's like if we give in now this is what the next like 15 16 years are gonna be like this we have to like set it up so that it's done right if you think about it in terms of like that they only have one like kind of dud like financially (laughs) that the rest are like making money and like very successful all things considered even on your like courtney scale Courtney's still rich as fucking hell yeah she's doing great still like rob's failure is not even anything significant you know like in the grand scheme of chris's yeah um, like it's like how successful the other five of her children are i think that's what makes it worse for him yeah you're right yeah then he's like i'm the one i'm the one having to detail my like like, bankruptcy the better you educate those kardashians yes right the The more school they went oh boy they get they get so lazy (laughs) the longer they go to school the ones that homeschool are doing the best oh my god you're right because courtney and rob have the highest education (laughs) yes (laughs) it is like they are like such good proof of the richest of what's wrong with america like we sunk all of our debt into school higher education that we can never climb Marcy, out this of this is a strong theory and we should just let our kids <laughs> in descending drop out of school and start a family and working like they used to in the greatest generation i can't believe how strong this theory checks out <laughs> the two most educated are know? in descending order the two biggest losers yes and those are the ones who definitely had the least amount of promiscuous <laughs> sex or not promiscuous actually like they probably lost uh, their virginity the latest uh, they need to have you know kids today aren't uh, even having sex you guys no one's having sex apparently their phones are more stimulating yes they don't need sex they're having our sex i mean i don't need sex because of my phone but you're young go have sex guys with those good bodies honestly even if you're young right now and you think your body's bad it's probably better than it ever will be unless you're like a chloe and then in which case (laughs) who cares her body was already good so like go have sex with your bodies uh put some latex over your bodies and rub them on other bodies (laughs) over your or don't and don't worry about it too but if you want to yeah if you're like going if you're gonna have sex with your phone just go have sex with a person who's also willing and says yes yes it's a great it puts great plastic on your body and (laughs) rub it on someone else rub it on your body okay should we do this season finale oh my god can you believe that this is the end (sighs) the end it went god it, it went it came it went it uh, was we gotta figure out what we're doing but we'll save that for next time i will say we'll do we think at least one more episode this year yes and we're gonna take a little break but yes and it might be a fun surprise we might have some i think we have something up our sleeves <laughs> maybe it's more indulgent for us but i don't care <laughs> we don't care um <laughs> all right so it's our season finale it's last recap of the year am i supposed to say something I marcy you know the second half i don't know what she's saying 
we didn't write it down. Okay. So we got a three storyliner. I love it when they can come yeah. up with three. Classic we, three. Also, the most interesting one had the least amount of airtime. Kanye. Kanye. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kanye. Kanye. Uh, we have, uh, we just had a little touch on Kanye's TMZ Live controversy, mm-hmm. Chloe's activewear launch with Good American, mm-hmm. and the release of Alice Marie Johnson. It's a meaty up. It is a, it was a meaty up. To where I was like, there have been some so many filler plot lines and i was like spread this shit around why did we not spread these three storylines out a little more evenly these are three like i mean the chloe one not so much but like the um kim one and kanye <laughs> Ooh, cute sneeze <laughs> sorry, that was loud i'm sorry guys i loved it um should we start I saw you get quiet or you're like what's she gonna do <laughs> I thought you were first. I thought you were going like, shh, shh, shh. stop talking, just I got something good. Oh it's God. mucus and my name. Names. Okay, who do you want to start with? I guess let's start with. Um, let's just get Chloe's out of the way because it's boring. It's boring. I mean, it's not boring. I guess I get it, but it it's was just boring. comparatively. But yeah, Chloe's like stressing and struggling because it's the first time she's leaving and this is what i would call a highly relatable plot line for i'm sure a lot of women and i'm glad they put it yes uh the idea of like yeah traveling for work and to realize that at that new york event that that's literally the first time she has not slept next to her baby no i wrote that like the feeling that chloe is describing in that scene is what scares me the most about having children hmm what do you mean what she feels that like like she travels to new york does her promo of it and travels back to la in the same or cleveland in the same day and like the amount of like stress that puts on her and then also to be like she feels so good like did she sleep okay did she that feeling that she's describing is what makes me terrified to have children because i already can feel like i'm not doing enough as just a a lone person yeah to think that like then i have to do even more and make even more money to support someone else and then i'll still feel like I'm never doing enough. Yeah. And I just, that scares me the most about how, and I know that children like definitely like they're worth it and everything, but that's what scares me the most about like me, Marcy having children is like, I already feel like I'm not enough. How could I add someone to the mix and then feel like I'm constantly failing them? I think it's, I think that's why it's like, it's what's relatable about it. You know, is it's like, you're seeing this glimpse into like, wow this is a woman with like infinite resources she can basically private jet into new york for four hours and private jet back and it's still like visibly painful you know like that your emotions don't go on the back burner for it and that it's at the end of the day it's just like it's missing it's guilt it's like hormones it's like it's just the human body processing like what is essentially in some sense like an unnatural feeling you know being away from your baby yeah it's just an i I think it's like chemically against what is going through that woman's body in that moment in her life and that's really hard Ugh, it makes me like truly like not that i even know that i'm gonna have kids but it is probably what makes me the older i get most scared about one day having them or make me like kind of back away from it. It's because like, I don't 
want to feel bad. I don't want to feel like I'm not doing enough for another person who deserves everything. Well, and it's tough to watch somebody like these are big moments in her. And I'm sure the mothers who listen can relate much more than we can. But it's like these are big career moments for Chloe. You know, women who have kids at all. Doesn't matter if you have a career or not. Just the sacrifice that women give to this whole world is beautiful and amazing. And I cannot believe we're not like, I can't believe we're not more revered. I will never get over it. It's so crazy. <laughs> this, the, what our mothers did for us to have us. It's crazy. And any like mistake or, or like, you know, whatever along the way doesn't matter. Cause like, it's such a, like, it is the greatest like sacrifice that crazy. women do. And it's so wild to me that men just will never understand it. No. I don't even think they can watch something like this and get it. No, I think they're like, oh, she's Chill sad. Out. Yeah. She's freaking out. And you're like, oh my God, can you imagine the feeling of your heart and your body existing outside of itself and that Ugh. you literally have to be away? But I then got, I got to give it up to all the moms out there. Giving it up to all the moms who we love so much. <laughs> Y'all do some magic. All right. But, but then, so you know how when moms are missing <laughs> their child and they have to go to work, the natural next step is to have have your um your momager send your favorite mime that is so annoying to me this when she opened the door and she's like i was like pierre no thank you no thank you chris jenner i i refuse this storyline well do you know what this is what those sisters are so far apart in so many ways they are hiring non-speaking talent <laughs> to play with them. They were like, they it's couldn't. not interesting enough to have boring, sad Chloe, like sad. Well, in, they can't it, do the show by themselves. Right. The show only works because the Kardashians are together. It doesn't right. work when they're not together. And this whole season, they weren't together. I know we got no time. All yes. three of them. Their lives are too big. Yeah, it's. Just, I don't know how they're gonna do four more seasons of this. I could not tell you. They I think they're banking like move on the, into one compound together. I think they're banking on the kids becoming more interesting or the like babies. Being, I mean, or something. I don't. Or interesting is the wrong word, but able to like fill up screen time because I don't know what the plan is otherwise. I think they're in over their heads. I think they are too. Also, they may call it a day and be like, we don't care. But yeah, it was just like that's what I was like. They're higher. This is like Kim's high school friends being on yes. the show. This is what this is. I could. But Chloe I could. doesn't. She didn't finish high school, so she doesn't have a. She doesn't have. Uh, yeah, but um, I did enjoy that at the beginning. She was talking about watching the baby on the cam like remotely. Yes, and they're like, she's like, this Tristan. Her friend was like, does or whoever was like, does Tristan know? She's like, Mm-mm, no. <laughs> That she's just like kind of spying on Tristan with a nanny cam is very funny to me. I get, I mean, look good for her and him doing like very good performative fatherhood over. Yes, look uh, at me. It's, you know, he like hands that baby right off to a yes, nanny. I was like, and even if he doesn't, I'll take it. Whatever. It made her feel good and that made me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> so her shit goes fine. She misses her baby. Then she comes back and she has her sweet little baby and it's fine. Yes. Um. Then we have, so how do we tackle this? Because we also have the Met Gala. I guess the Met Gala kind of rolls into the... Yeah, I feel like the Met Gala belongs with uh, the Kim stuff. Kim stuff. Okay. Yeah. So Kim stuff. 
You want to go now with Kim stuff? Yeah. Great. Right? Because we start like, right. we kick off with the Met Gala. I mean, again, this was like, this could have been a whole storyline in another episode. Yes. The and Met Gala it would is have been. fucking fascinating. I would watch them get ready for the Met Gala. And like, I was really missing Mariah's. I know. Keeping up with the continuity errors in this like story, this whole episode. Because I was like, I want to, they're telling the story out of order. And I remembered it, but I couldn't remember it well. Well, I so but the first scene is Courtney and Kim and L- Larsa working out. Oh yes, this was great. Oh no, it was the them working out for the makeup. No, no. Then we go to inside with Courtney and Kim just talking, and Courtney's like, "I don't know what I'm gonna do with a pool table," yeah. and Kim's like, "Well, you know about that lady? I'm trying to get out of jail." And Courtney's <laughs> like, "They literally, the, she's holding a cup in front of her face, and they pretend like she says, how long has she been in jail?' But you know that's ADR." <laughs> She doesn't care. Courtney doesn't care. No, of course she doesn't care. Ice flows through her veins. No, she this is outside of her realm. The, Courtney, She's like, I just went to DC and I don't care. I think Courtney isn't a bad person. I think she does not care. Out, I don't think she cares about anyone outside of her family. I think that's pretty fair. And I mean like her, her born children. I agree. I don't think she gives it. I don't think she, I think she kind of mildly cares about her siblings but not so much anymore i don't think she cares about anyone i don't don't think think she gives a shit that kim was doing this i don't think she's like a particularly i think we saw her being emotional this season but i don't think she's actually emotional i think she's only emotional about herself i think she's completely self-absorbed i agree and i think that like all of them are in their own ways but like this kim uh trying to get alice marie johnson out of prison for um um what should have been a minor drug charge and a life sentence well it's a big deal it's a a really big deal it was neat to see i appreciated the whole storyline in terms of like it's why the show can be really special like to see however produced it is the nuts and bolts of like those steps to really like uh, to see the lawyer, Sean yeah. Hawley, uh, Lindsay Lohan's former attorney, um, oh, Sean Hawley. That's, that's right. her name, right? Um, I don't know. Just to see like the dynamic and the going to DC and like watching Kim do the dance between being like, I'm going to do business with Trump and I do not like him or support him. Mm-hmm. is so it was so interesting in this and episode how she, and how she, she explained just, the kanye piece of it she just kept ma- like she's like i like my my beliefs are different than his like she told jared that and like uh you know i you know i went for hillary and blah 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 and, and i'm just excited to go to the white house to see jfk in jackie's Jackie house o. and i and like i thought this was such a good kim episode in terms of like she called it out herself like it was very good shaping of her like brand in the sense of like where she says it, she's like, I can be naked at a photo shoot and like on the phone with the white house. And we literally get like a version of that basically. Like she's like, I'm always going to be me. And she's like getting, taking calls from Jared Kushner, getting ready minutes before she leaves for the Met Gala. And then I also love that she was like, literally like, like Penelope's like, can I come with you to pick Northrop from school as she's like, emailing jared kushner i was like yeah. this one does it all she's doing it she's it's, doing it and it's like you can see her affected by it too and like when they're like heading to the white house she's she's not above it no. she's nervous she's excited it's like it's trump who boo but it's still like the gravitas of like i'm meeting with the president yeah like it's it's a it's 
impactful you know and i and i know that visit was like complicated but you really see her like steely determination for like i'm i want to affect change for this woman and try to open the door on more of this absolutely i love that she was wearing jackie o's watch that she bought in an auction yeah i didn't know she had a jackie o thing which makes sense i mean she did that photo shoot shoot, Yeah. yeah but i mean uh yeah um let's we see. learned that kanye or that well, trump the, talked about kanye a bunch but also that jeff sessions and john kelly were like in the room uh, and kim they wanted to i'm sure they were john happy. kelly hung around yeah. she, like that was like such a loaded sentence when she was like he hung around i was like you know he was like gawking at her so bad i love it too these guys who've all been fired oh, and they, uh, they were like we're not gonna not like we're two old nasty white guys we're definitely gonna like perv around kim kardashian for Gawk a minute all over her um i also will say about the met ball i remember it well and boy oh gala sorry boy kylie's dress looked better than i remembered me too i didn't i didn't like it at all and now i kind of got it me too i got it way more when i got to see the back of it more yes up close it like didn't read as well it was unfortunate that they yeah it didn't it just wasn't that exciting it wasn't that exciting none of their clothes were but they're not yeah they weren't pushing but kim was just like I mean that we didn't get to spend more time with Mario in that episode was a bit of a bummer to me because there's too many things but like that's what I mean like Mario's makeup on her that night was like historic like he looked her her makeup like her look that night was truly like there was not a reality to me where you could like next level Kim's like how beautiful Kim yeah. can look on a red carpet. And like, I'm not generally like bowled over by that. And it was unreal. Yeah. Like her glam and her look that night was like, she just looked astonishing. So just imagine like traveling around town standing up in a tall van (laughs) i'm obsessed with how they can't sit and they stand in those tall vans and it's like you feel their nerves and it all i feel so split when i'm watching those scenes because i'm like who fucking cares this is irrelevant this is like an irrelevant night but it's like it is such an important thing for them in their world and like you see to the feeling of sitting it's the part about the show that i love so much where like you're sitting with them the moment before they hit the world like they walk out and their image is and especially on a night like the met gala is beamed around the universe also like one second later it's not i mean i get like there there there's so many reasons to be like who cares but like it's their job like that's their job to go dress up for that i listened to another podcast called happier in hollywood and it's kind of just it's like have i told you about it before i think so maybe it's two like female showrunners who've been friends forever and they talk about like you know they're running their own show and like what what it's like to like navigate hollywood and how like they're like ugh about like when you have to go to events and no one's and i'm like so the queen of like never going i not that i have events but like if i did i would bail but they're like you show up because then people see you and then you become someone people think about Mm. and then all of a sudden you get more offers and people ask you to speak and then someone knows that you're a name and then Mm. like it just is like this feeding thing and they're like also it's great to like meet your other people yeah but it looks good they're like if you're young you're a wonderkin and you're doing this and people are like that's a young person but if you're over the age of 30 you better be an expert and if you're not showing up and sounding like an expert at stuff then you're 
irrelevant. Wow. And it, not, they don't rant like that. No, but they're it. like, and so show up, remind people who you are. Yeah, show up and show people that you are relevant and you are someone to be, to be heard in your field. Mm. And that's what they're doing when they go to these, they're like, they're showing up and they're letting you know, we're here. We're yeah. like, we're selling makeup. We're selling our bodies. We're selling it all. We're open for business. We are open for business. We are iconic people, fashion ambassadors. People are talking about us. Yeah. And it's, it's so important. True. That's like how they're going to like, you know, there's going to be probably dozens more generations of Kardashians. I mean, and also, you know, they don't even really go into it again in this because these storylines got very truncated, but you know that 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 those scenes in the hotel room getting ready that's the culmination of six months to a year of work yeah with those designers yeah. like that that is like uh, the amount of work that goes into those those uh those looks dresses is, is, is unbelievable so it's like yeah i was like it was so crazy because they just sort of breeze through it and you're like oh my god yeah. this is huge but we had more stuff to so, do yeah. so then kim is at a photo shoot she's in her dirty robe mm. and she's getting the news that that alice marie johnson has been granted clemency by the president uh that's the scene where we, she talked about it but like donald trump called her and then she's on the conference call with like all of alice's lawyers and they call alice and alice didn't know and oh my god i I started crying sobbing yes i have not cried this hard in an episode i can't really remember when i was was amazing sobbing and then when they flew out to tennessee (gasps) and north is like crawling all around a private jet and she's like, Northy, do you know what we're going to do? And North looks at her like, what are you fucking talking to me for? <laughs> like, she looks at her like, why are you interrupting me? I am crawling over the back of a seat on a private jet. Why are you talking to me? <laughs> and she's like, we're going to Tennessee, Northy, because I got a woman out of prison. I was like, that is so confusing to tell a she child. She doesn't get Kim, it. Kim, what are you telling Kim, this child? She doesn't follow. You, She doesn't understand prison reform yet. You're going to have to explain a lot more but i did love that she was like this is for the first one when she said that she's like because i have a taste for it now and i want to do more and i believe her i believe her she's such a it's a really it's a big victory lap episode for her you know like she took a lot of heat there was a lot of mixed i mean it was i would say more positive than negative um press and response but like you know there was because it's trump there was a lot of uh there was blowback there were people who like really saw it as like her and kanye being pawns and like uh, i think to really pwned getting pwned (laughs) but i thought it was like very special to see that it was about a it's why the show can be you know whatever it it's about a woman wanting to do what she wanted to do. Yes. And like, that's how it feels. And uh, it feels very genuine, whether it is or not. But it certainly doesn't feel like she's up to it for any other reason than like she wants to do it. I really do love all of her like retelling of Jared's telling yes. her that like, I, you know, uh, my father-in-law's, you know, I say 99%, but there's always 1% deal. We don't know. And I bet she's like, I get it. I get it. I'm married to someone very similar. I mean, can you imagine? She like so could, cannot get it. Which, by the way, brings us to... TMZ Live. TMZ Live. Uh, so, yeah, the news breaks to Kim. Kim gets a phone call from Kanye. Mm. And she's like, but you, why did you go? You turned your you phone off, honey. You were, I didn't know you were going. This must be before she fucking flipped out. She's yes. like, hey, honey. 
He well, was, I don't think he... she knew yet what he had said, right? Because yes. yeah. he was just calling saying he was there or he had done it. Also, way before this, or not before this moment, but throughout this whole episode, I was like, this music is different in this episode. Mm. And it got more and more different throughout, but like it was very clear that Kanye helped them do the yes. music. Yes. Like not only they used some of his songs, yeah. but also like there were like po- moments where I was like, oh, it's such a loud transition right now. And I could just tell the music was different. Mm. That Kanye had like, done some stuff i believe it yeah we learned that like you know and i i've bitched about this in other episodes so it's not worth getting into but like it's frustrating because like in her conversation with like is it simon and jonathan where mm-hmm. jonathan's like very like what is up with kanye like is he okay yeah and we get this like you know where they do not have the language of mental health he gets really ramped, ramped up. up it's and like he you likes can, being ramped up you can call it mania stop I mean, look, whatever people want to use, they can use. But it's like ramped up is not a thing. You're talking about like manic episodes. You're talking about someone who's like not well and like who's confirmed that he's been diagnosed as bipolar. Like, and of course, you're just ignoring the diagnosis. And of now. course, he prefers it because everyone does and especially like when people are manic they feel great yes especially the way he describes it the way he she tells her, that he describes it you can like that's it's like what it's it's mania yeah and it's also specific i think to artists and like i think a lot of creatives hold on to that because i don't think it's specific to artists no no i I, I mean mean, only because i've had friends who aren't that i'm like they they no i don't mean i i only mean the piece about like that you believe it's connected to your output your creative output and that like that piece that she says about like it's basic it's where he really likes to be because he feels his most like he feels his most creative when he's in a manic episode yeah i agree with that but then i also just know people who like aren't artists and they'll just be like you don't want me to be happy this is when i'm happiest and that's how it translates for them like this is when i feel my best totally um also i really loved how like (laughs) chris would not cancel on ellen oh she was mad as Fuck! I have not seen her that mad. She was like silently seething that she had to go on t- on Ellen. Also, I think that Kim and Kanye called her and told her that she didn't know how to handle it. Really pissed her off. Yes, as it should. She's like, "Excuse me, I wrote the fucking book. It wasn't good, but I wrote it." <laughs> and sweet Corey, I was like, "She deserves Corey. She deserves him. He is really good." He kisses her neck and gets her white flowers. And she's like, thank you, sweetie. But she doesn't care. She but doesn't I was like, care, but he, she should really, have it. I had that moment where I was like watching Corey like be like, here's I thought this would make you feel better. And she's like, oh, thank you. And then like, it's very clear that she's like, go away. And he's like, kiss him. And he runs out. And I was like, just like six years ago, that would have been Bruce. Well, Caitlin being like, ah, calm down, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. it's so crazy that like, she and I think she really who, deserves Corey. And who lets her just like, I think what I liked about that scene is obviously the cameras are on and she's seething mad and she's trying to like get a grip before she goes on TV. But he's just letting her be in her yeah. emotions. Like, she's just allowed to be like that upset and figure out how she wants to handle this like very big problem. Also like, she and Ellen are two very powerful women. They know how to handle that. Yes. He's not telling her what to do. He's not telling her what he would do. Right. But like Ellen, I think for her part, like 
I'm sure she had a conversation and Chris made it very clear. I'd like to not talk about it. And she said, well, I'm going to have to ask. That's fine, but let's make it brief. And Ellen has very clearly staked out this position as the number one place they go to, to yes. like discuss scandals, discuss things. So I think so it's, it's in both their the self-interest. Yeah. It's like a quiet little like, yeah, to be like, know. okay, we're going to acknowledge it, but you're mm-hmm. not going to push you because Ex- when you'll inevitably, you know, Kanye will probably be back here. Yeah. Um, I just kept saying like, like yeah that kim just keeps trying to distance herself from kanye's views <laughs> it's very funny but also like that she said that when he came home from tmz he was fine he was fine it's yeah. like mania it was already done it's already done. but she was like you know sometimes kanye just like needs me to help him communicate i was like that's so funny it's a little she was like, he needs me to help him communicate what he really needs it's a little intense yeah but then we, so the end of the episode, we, I mean, we already have the big Memphis family um, moment with Kim and we, we mentioned with uh, Alice's family. We have Kanye's listening party. And yes, in Wyoming. In Wyoming. When Kim wiping the tears away from him, I thought it was so sweet. I was they, like, yeah, I get their love. I get their love. I get it. Like, yes, he says things that are just make you want to run away. He gets him, man. But get, hey, if you got a husband at home, I bet you I bet you heard him say stuff too that makes you want to run away and you get it you're just like oh well she is you can't control another person she's in it man she's in it to win it and like did you see that picture I think she posted like Versace nights this week and like they're running down the hallway cute like in a hotel I also loved the little recap things they were doing at the end where each of their like she like they made it very clear in her like end her hand was on his leg like it was like and they were like holding hands and it was like no we're together we're strong we're good yeah like even if that's not gonna be the case a year from now right now she's like she's projecting like this is the person and I'm sticking with yeah even if I don't agree with them I'm sticking with them I really also did love the moment that Mason said that he really liked he really liked Kanye he's like hey Kanye I really like your new song and Courtney's like who let you listen to that are you allowed to listen to that <laughs> like what part? like he didn't say the bad words right he's like oh, so Mason cute. is too he's like in that he's like such a big kid it's so it's so crazy and I was like oh my god I never thought about that that Mason's uncle is Kanye yeah he then, goes to school and it's like kids are like Kanye Kanye and he's like that's my uncle yeah also like I just love that he's like I love your song because of course he loves that song from Little Pump Oh my God, little! I'm so old, you guys. Little bump, <laughs> little, little, little. I mean, it's so sweet. It's a sweet ending. It's this very beautiful cinematic end, and the families are on the table, and we, you know, they're all reflecting and doing the like season wrap up. And Chris reminds us that three new grandkids came this season, this year. What a year! And it was. It's really beautiful. It was a good season. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would put it as like a. I would put it on the higher end of seasons. I still think the episodes are like, I'll have a lot of bloat and yeah. a lot that could get trimmed. But like we got through, you know, we got, we got Chloe cheating. We got some, uh, I mean, not Chloe cheating, Tristan's cheating. Uh, Kanye's ups and downs. Yeah. Like a lot of shit. A lot of the, like, I thought a lot of the Courtney stuff, I wish we had touched back on like Courtney. I think and she just stuff. was done. I mean, I think they or maybe they just explained it away with that like hormone stuff from a couple. I think she just was like not filming and she was like, I'm out. And she was on a boat. But uh, it was a good season. Also, I loved it last week. A lot of people 
like chimed in about their thoughts about me freezing my eggs. Oh yeah, we got some really good yeah, feedback. Thank you guys. Stuff. People are so some kind. Some people being like, we don't even know if that works, but I, I just appreciate anyone's yeah. honest uh, feedback and experience. Yeah, I love it. Like but the yeah. song. I love it. I can't think of the melody. I'm a Fiji bottle. I, I love it. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I yeah. What are we gonna do now? I guess we go back to the archives. Yeah, if there's stuff you guys want us to do, uh, as always, pitch it to us, and we'll probably be lazy and not do it. But you never but know. Pitch it to us in an email. Yes, yeah, email us an email at cardishinit at gmail dot com. Um, you can find it in the show notes too. But that's the best way to reach us. Yeah, because we both go back and forth on the other like the grams. Yeah, so sometimes we missed emails is the best way to get to us yeah we uh will we release new episodes every wednesday you know that we subscribe or we subscribe oh goodness subscribe on apple podcast i'm tired my day is catching up with me uh please rate and review check out our twitter instagram and like our facebook page and like marcy said email us uh all the things tell us what you would love to know in the off season i don't even think we have a spinoff lined up so we will get creative um and oh in, yeah we got yeah nothing. in the meantime uh happy end of season happy season finale and thanks so much for listening to cardition it bye, bye. Do you like Christmas? Uh Uh-huh. Do you like Christmas movies, good or bad? Yeah. Do you like podcasts? Yes. Do you want a podcast that reviews awesome Christmas movies that a lot of people think that are bad? Yes! Well, Ross, you're you're in this podcast. Wait, what? Yeah, you're co-hosting this podcast (gasps) with me, Jackie. Let's do it! And we have special guests. It's called Most Wonderful Pod of the Year, brought to you by Campfire Media. Oh, I love it. So you can subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, I'm going right now. Here's my phone. Merry Christmas. Let's ring in the holiday. Campfire.